Warning, the following podcast contains extreme opinions that are based on absolutely nothing. Accordingly, the hosts of this show cannot be held accountable for their lack of research and their uninformed opinions. These are the facts, even though they don't actually know the facts. Welcome to Baseless Opinions. how we uh just just kind of go into it like you're walking up on us like we're on a bar okay and we're talking at a bar and all of a sudden hey these guys are talking about something cool so should i should i start this episode like with bar sounds like should i get like background noise of a bar <laughs> be cool. like glasses clinking clink, clink. like we'll take a shot and then just right. like then you open with your question yeah that's awesome so, okay, so, like, say right now it's, like, okay, bar sounds, bar sounds, whatever. Like, hey, what's up, Dustin? Uh, no, we'd already be at the bar. You wouldn't be saying hi. Like, you could have just be, gotten to the bar. We would already be in mid-conversation. What if you just got to the bar? We'd be in mid-conversation, like, right now. Why would we be in mid-conversation <laughs> if you just got to no, the bar? No, we didn't just get to the bar. Someone, so, the, so, the listener. So, we were talking on the phone to each other, and then we, we were continuing <laughs> our conversation when you got at? to the bar. Where, All where? right, so the listeners just. Okay. I don't see you. So, the listeners Wait, just walked over in, here, right? Wait, over here, you see me? No, no. Where are you at? Are you, are you there? Oh, you I'm, wave, I'm waving. Oh, I'm over wait, here. Wait, oh, I don't see, see you. Yeah. Oh, oh, over, oh okay. On, on okay, I see you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold there's on. Just, there's okay. a seat here. There's a seat here. What's <laughs> up, everybody? And I've welcome been fighting to off a fat chick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, no, 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 no. Wrong, wrong Filipino guy. Hey. No, I'm the one from Creative no. Void. <laughs> hey, not Rufio. Okay. Rufio. Not Rufio. So the listener just walks up on us as we're... Okay, so we're setting the scene right hey, now. Hey, wow, you saved a seat for me. Thanks. Yeah, listener just walked up. Hi, listener. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome hey. to Basis Opinions. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Alcibar. I'm the other host, Dustin Adamski. That was cool, right? That, that was, was a good uh, intro. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah okay. we'll keep it going. Anyways, we'll what's your first question? Man. <laughs> okay, let's go with the question of the podcast. If you could see one movie again for the first time, what would you see? And Why? Uh, it would be hook. <laughs> <laughs> no, God damn it. Dante Busco, whatever his name is, is over there. <laughs> he's on the other side of the bar. Yeah. He's sitting over there with his cool friends, red streaks in their hair and shit. Red streak. Doing some cool fucking Dude, I thought he was, popping and locking he was stuff. so cool when I saw that movie. Like I wanted to be him for like that summer. I think everybody wanted to be Rufio at that point in time. I, at that summer, I, I had a mohawk with red in it. You look like Rufio so much, so much. I don't though. You you look nothing. <laughs> you don't even look like Hook, dude. Rufio. <laughs> I have the more, same name though. <laughs> you look more like the alligator <laughs> than anything else. <laughs> Rufio was so cool, man. I wanted to just learn how to have a bunch of boys follow me. That's not quite <laughs> what the basis of Hook Didn't was about. Didn't he have like a skateboard or something that he used to skate on? Or he, what did he do? He he rode something. There was there was that little in the whole Lost Boys domain area. Yeah. There was that like part where he did kind of skateboard down the, yeah. the jungle and he trees like, or whatever. Cock a doo doo doo. He did the crow. <laughs> he did the crow. He did the crow. <laughs> Crow. What is this, a British crow now? <laughs> Cock-a-doo-doo-doo. All right, it's time for you to fucking wake up. 
One day, I will be cocking a crow. Cock-a-doodle-doo. One day, I will be cock-a-doodle-doing. Cock-a-doodle-doing. And I will look over, and I will see you there. I will see. That slowly turned you went, into Sean Connery. You went to Connery. Sean Connery. I got in the middle of the fight, and I didn't know who I was when oh, I came out of it. Oh, my goodness. All right, well. Okay, back to your, your pick. Uh, I mean, it's pretty, self, pretty self-explanatory. Would it really be 89 Batman? Yeah. Really? I would want to experience it like all over again. But you did experience it. I know, but, but now it's a different perspective. Like, going did you back, see it in the theater, though? No. Oh, you didn't really? No. Oh, I did, man. I saw it on like VHS. So for me, right now... Were you alive in 89? Yeah, I was okay. two. <laughs> so me going back right now that'd be cool you know to see it like all over again it would be fucking amazing dude true story i had a red fro and i had a white batman shirt with a neon batman logo that glowed in the dark yeah and i wore that to go see that movie really yes were people pissed off that your shirt was glowing in the theater? no turn that shit off <laughs> everybody was so happy that was the most amazing thing the the did you uh, were you stoked on the Bat Jordans in the in the movie? I didn't see the Bat Jordans. So I believe it was '89 Batman that uh, the boots that they built for the costume were so uncomfortable that they got a pair of all black Jordans. Really? And he wore Jordans for the shoot. Oh man! Yeah. Of course, Batman wore Jordans. Of course. He didn't Fucking wear the dunking on criminals, <laughs> dunking on people in crime alley. <laughs> he put, put these nuts in your he, face. He put Bob, <laughs> Bob downtown. <laughs> He's on fire. But, <laughs> that was 93, dude. Oh, uh, what man. would you watch? I would watch Star Wars again again for which, the first time. Which one? The original. The original. The OG trilogy that started it all where people lined up mm. around the theater. Mm. Cuz I wasn't born yet, you see. It was 77. <laughs> and you were born like 78. Oh. Okay. So I was still being concepted. I was born in 78. 78. My see, mother February, had me planned, January, and I was just a little squirt. December, November, October, September, August, July, <laughs> June, May. Really? So it took a couple my mom probably got pregnant when Star Wars came out. Ooh. It was nine months exactly till I was born. Was she thinking about Han? My she listens guess. to this. Were you thinking about Han? Is that mom? appropriate? <laughs> I would go see Star Wars. Because it obviously wasn't <coughs> solo. <laughs> Anyways. Why so why why Star Wars? Because, man, Star Wars Star Wars changed movies as they are known now. That was the original blockbuster. Do you think if you would watch it now, you would want to go to the dark side? You yeah, already want to go to the Darth, dark side. Darth Vader was the best part of that. <sighs> like if you brought what was the best part of Star Wars for you? <clears throat> the the original one when you the saw very when you original, saw it, um, what did you like the most about it? I like I liked Han. Yeah, pretty much. That was. I mean, we didn't get very. much. I mean, you got a little bit of lightsaber in there. Not but a back lot. Then, it was weird was kinda, fighting. Yeah, it was kind of hokey back then. Right. And and I remember being really disappointed with the way that those scenes were executed. But then again, if I really think about it, there was no basis for that because <laughs> we hadn't seen anything else. You hadn't seen Yoda do so, bat clips. Yeah. Or even just like lightsabers cut through blast doors right. and stuff like that. We didn't know what they were really capable of. So when I watched star Wars, see for me watching star Wars was like 
I watched it when it was already in its, um, I came late to the game. So I watched it when it was already like being remixed and remastered, you know, all of Lucas's when big, Lucas messed it up. Yeah. <clears throat> I started watching it then, but then I immediately went from watching it to like the next day, diving into the rogue squadron books and reading all the. Oh, so you read the, yeah. So I got into that side of star yeah. Wars. And so to me, I always thought that the storyline in those books were way cooler than the movie because it was this completely different right, universe. Right. Um, so I kind of came into star Wars at a weird time. So I have a, I, I love star Wars. And I love the story of it, but I also was, I was late to the game. Mm. So, yeah, I think Darth Vader was the coolest part for me. Just cause you, you've never seen a villain like that. You, yeah. You never, and I mean, you know, people say that Jaws was really the first blockbuster, but you're still terrified of Jaws to this day. I am, but I, Jaws would be my second pick to see in the theater. Jaws would be cool to see in theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, people say Jaws is like the mate, the, the first blockbuster, but I think Star Wars was like what really changed the game, man. You know, Star Wars changed the game as far as like building worlds or universe. You know what I mean? Plus their toy line. That was the first. Oh yeah. Yeah, the first movie to really huge delve into toys. that. Um, I used to have like the the all the little action figures that I probably should have never taken out of the box. Wow. Type deal. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's cool, man. I but never had those that. Star Wars action figures were so innovative back then too. I remember, you know, there's that super rare Darth Vader with the lightsaber the that telescoping that pushes lightsaber. Out. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's worth like a gazillion dollars. Right. Now. So, yeah, yeah, Star Wars was a game changer. Yeah, it should be Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. What's the topic today, man? Uh, today, I know that on the last episode, we ended saying, hey, next week, we're going to talk about the staircase. Yeah, you were stupid. <laughs> but uh, I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Somebody's still at the bottom of the <coughs> stairs. Wait, that sounds bad, especially in context. Oh. Somebody hasn't hit this. No, that sounds bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hasn't watched the documentary that we were supposed to talk about. Well, this here's week. the here's the story, so. dude. I was gonna watch it, but then I saw this other one about RFK, and I'm like such a history nerd, dude. You could, like hit me up and be like, "Yo, just watch the one about RFK." Well, because there's nothing really to talk about. Like, what he ran for president, and then he got shot. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. All right, well then. But um, I, I was watching that. That's that's it. By the way, it's I think it's called Bobby for President. Uh-huh. It's on Netflix. It's just a four-part series, but it's really cool, man. All right. Like, a, just a, if you like history and Kennedys and that kind of stuff. But yeah, cool. so I gotta watch. I gotta watch it. All right. Well, then let's just time travel and act <clears throat> like none of this happened. Okay. Bloop, 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 bloop. Hey guys, so we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> let's go on the wayback machine, Mister Peabody. What's up, everybody? Mike checking in, and we're gonna say. No, that was good. I was going to say segue, but do it again. We'll just cut that part out. No, what are we going to segue into? Hey, what's up, guys? Mike checking in. We're going to talk about time travel. Like that? That's totally 90s. Dude, that's that's so bad. That's totally 90s. And speaking of 90s, that's a good segue for you. Oh, I like what you did. (laughs) I'm waiting for you. I was like, speaking of the 90s, what about them? It was a a weird time, okay? Big pants. (laughs) I wore girl jeans. I didn't wear girl jeans in the 90s. Those were the 2000s. <laughs> Those were the early aughts. No, the wait. Aughts. Is that what it's called? An no, aught? the aughts are after 2010, right? I don't know, dude. I've never heard the aughts. The aughts is like, 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just making <clears throat> shit up. Back in 05, back in my day, I went to Hollister in the girls section. All right, so let's really time travel. Back when I was a child, I used to watch a TV show. It's still on. It's called still on. The Simpsons. Still on. It's still going. Dude, I remember watching the first episode, the Christmas episode. The Simpsons. And Is that where they got uh Where they got the Santa's Little Helper. Santa's Little Helper. And the best line in that movie is when he <laughs> lost a race. Homer brings back the dog because they don't he don't have any money for gifts. He didn't he didn't get his Christmas right. bonus. Right. And Bart got a tattoo, so Marge had to get the tattoo lasered off, and that was all their money. So Barney Tells tells Homer, hey, be this be this Santa Santa at the mall. You'll get money. So he did the Santa thing, and Bart found out, and he ended up getting like a thirteen dollar check. And right. Barney's like, hey, let's go to the dog races and bet this. We'll get some money. Mm-hmm. So they go, and Barney's like, bet on this, bet on this one dog. And Bart's like, hey, look at Santa's little helper, dude. If anything's taught me anything about Christmas, this is the dog. So Santa's little helper comes in last, and he gets kicked out of the race, and. He comes running, running in the in the parking lot to Homer and Homer. They love him and Homer brings it back. And Lisa's like, "Oh wow, a dog!" And the best line is Bart says, "Yeah." And if he runs away, he'll be easy to catch because <laughs> the dog is so you know yeah. slow. <laughs> That's the best line in the whole movie. I love how how you were so pumped on that. And the then when best you, line when you explained it, you just. It was your it was your look. If you were more in, if you were more into it, you know you know what this look is. This is <laughs> awe. I, this is this is rare form for you. This is the Simpsons, man. The Simpsons. So I, I saw that first Christmas episode. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're not here to talk about how awesome of a show this is, though. Mm. What we're here to talk about is the theory. And there's a couple theories. One is that Matt Groening predicted the future. And two is that Matt Groening is a time traveler and has come back in time and then created The Simpsons to show everybody what's going to happen in the <laughs> that future. That would make total sense. <laughs> because they have predicted crazy there's so I think when it boils down to it, there's about 25 times, and now some of them are kind of like reaching, others are right. kind of like, oh wow, okay. Uh, but there's about 25 times, and I don't know if you want to break down all 25 of them, but we can. I, I think there's more than 25 because I, I looked at what you looked at, and then I have 14 more past that. Oh, so there's a little bit more. Go ahead, what, what was your what was your so let's first thing I want to do is I want to. I want to debunk the whole Donald Trump one. I'm going to start with this one because it is kind of a buzzkill. That's the biggest one. That's the biggest one. So while the Simpsons did predict that Donald Trump was a president, it's not actually the footage that they show with him on the escalator and all that. That actually came from an online episode of The Simpsons that dropped in like 2014, between 2014 and 2016. And that was like a Donald Trump's running for president yeah. campaign thing. But the way they did predict it was there's an episode where it's like a flash forward. Right. Where Lisa just became president. <clears throat> right. And in the Oval Office, without actually showing Trump, she says, we have to repair the economy after everything that President Trump did to the economy. And it's left it like and she shows stats and the economy just tanks. Right. 
and she's taking over after President Trump. So that's actually where it came from. But The Simpsons did have Donald Trump going down an escalator and all this, but it was later on. It wasn't like predicted way back when. So what's going to be scary is if there's a woman president after Donald Trump. Which there very well might be. Yeah, there very well might be. Believe me, Space Force. <laughs> I don't think Trump's going to... Really important, really important, <laughs> important conversation. I don't think he's going to be reelected. Uh, it's coming up in November. I guess it's, we'll see. It, well, not this November. Well, you know. But, yeah. The, the, big, uh, the big takeaway from this is no matter your political beliefs, whether you agree with the man or you don't agree with the man, or you know, that's, that's, that doesn't matter here. What matters is <laughs> this guy's really funny and entertaining to watch. <laughs> and sometimes he's absolutely ridiculous in some of the things that he says. Sometimes I just like to watch what he does just to see what he gets away with. I know. He says whatever he wants. And he his 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 needle doesn't move as far as his support. <laughs> like he has that core base that man they will follow him to the depths of the ocean. We know some. To see Aquaman. Hey. But you're right. We do know some. <laughs> let's you're talk right. about this real real quick. Aquaman. Yes. We're getting fucking seahorses that's awesome good there was an image of battle ready seahorses yes. facing up with battle ready sharks and i'm totally in i dude i was in the minute i saw <laughs> aquaman in justice league so you wait you liked momoa as aquaman i i he he had me sold he's not your aquaman he's not mine he's aquaman he's not mine but that cockiness that's that's a spin i never put on aquaman before well goddamn I know, right? Things have changed. Aquaman just goes from being the backseat guy who just, okay, guys, I'll wait here. To like one of the to driving like, forces of the Justice League. He just like jumps up in Batman's face and is like, what? What, Bruce? <laughs> Dressed like a bat. I like it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, get back to, let's get back to the topic back of to conversation. The, back to the Simpsons. Okay, so we're taking the Donald Trump one out of there. Yeah, we'll take Donald Trump one out of there. I know that's the biggest one, but let's just, you know, it is what it is. Okay. So, where do you want to start? Um, I'll start with the episode where the Simpsons predicted that uh, the the U.S. would win in curling. <laughs> Wait, what? The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they beat Sweden for an Olympic gold medal in curling. Um, here are the 14 times the Simpsons got it right. Let me go down to that episode. And, like, who would have who would have thought that? Um in 2010, Homer and Marge beat Sweden and took home an Olympic gold medal for Team USA in the mixed match curling. As an animated sportscaster said, "Open your history books, tear out the pages, and this and put this as an, a, a moment." And the U.S. actually beat Sweden. Hmm. Yeah, in curling. <laughs> Come on, who would have got that, dude? That's that's pretty out. And there. we were talking about curling the a couple episodes back, as far as one of our sports. Yeah. All right, so let's let's uh, let's do this. Let's jump back and forth, and, and let's. I kind of want to go for the more ridiculous ones in the beginning. Okay. Kind of kind of the ones that people were just like, "Wait, what?" Okay. Um. So. <laughs> the one of the ones that I that I liked was. The episode where they talked about how horse meat was used as a secret <laughs> ingredient in in the school uh, that they were serving all the kids. 
And this was like back in 94. So later on in 2013, four beef products from a company called Birdseye tested positive for horse DNA in their meat products. And this company also sold meat to companies like mm, Taco Bell. No yep. way. <laughs> so, uh, and those, I eat there. Fuck yeah, those tacos are good too. Oh so, my goodness, you know. they are good too. Mm-hmm. Would you like to taste some horse's ass? But you know what? I've I've heard that about horse meat. That I've heard horse meat's really good. There's a there's a restaurant in Japan um, that specializes. Japan sells everything. Yeah, I want to go so bad. But there's a there's a restaurant that specializes in horse meat out there, and they actually serve it to you like sushi. So they bring you out a plate that shows like a diagram of the horse and you'll get little cuts of each meat from the different sections of the horse. Is it raw? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I think, don't quote me on this, but I think that there is the option of kind of having like the the grill in front of you where you can cook it, but I believe they serve it raw, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah. I'd I'd eat some horse. I guess I have eaten some horse. Yeah, probably. If I've eaten Taco Bell chalupas. Horse and kangaroo, apparently. Uh, And chihuahua. (laughs) Chihuahua. Okay, let me me go with with one of mine here. Um, How do you say horse? Yo quiero. I don't know. No, caballero is cowboy. Caballero is cowboy. (laughs) Yo yo quiero cowboy. (laughs) Um, Does Taco Bell serve cowboy? Okay. I bet they do. On, On the episode, Lisa goes gaga. Mm. Lady Gaga is shown suspended by cables flying over the audience at a concert. Right. Well, surprise, surprise, because in Super Bowl L1, <laughs> I think that's 51, right? <laughs> in Super Bowl LI. <laughs> oh, LI, you're right. <laughs> Stupid. I would not make it as a Roman. Oh, geez. They would have crucified me. Oh, man. Oh, man. In Super Bowl LI... Uh, Lady Gaga descends the stadium on suspension cables, pretty much wearing the same outfit. Yeah. Crazy. But now, kind of, uh, you know, I'm going to be the one to kind of throw some wrenches in in these here. Wrenches. Lady Gaga actually voiced herself on that episode. Right. So, you know, there could very well be that possibility that she was like, hey, that Matt Gronin guy, he knows what he's talking about. Maybe I should jump in. Hey, you know what? Es posible, senor. But that just kind of blows your mind, too, because the Simpsons are, like, cutting edge. Yeah. yeah. Like, the Simpsons inspire creators. Forward thinking. They, they, they are forward thinking. All right. So there was an episode where uh, it was a 1991 episode, and Marge uh, paints a portrait of Ringo Starr. This ties into the Beatles episode. Oh, the Beatles. Fall Pose. So uh, she sends a portrait to Ringo Starr, and she sends it to him. And then years later, he responds because he's determined to write back every single fan. So this did happen in real life, but not with Ringo Starr. It actually happened with Sir Paul McCartney. The real one or the fake one? At this point, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so... Um, on a, uh, back in 1963, there were two women that, that recorded themselves on a reel-to-reel tape. In 63? In 63. So wow. you know that was a big deal, the yeah. fact that they had a reel-to-reel tape recorder, and they sent it to him. And in 2013, they got a response to Shut the tape up. they sent in 63. And he wrote a letter and said, Hello, Linda and Barbara. Thanks very much for your lovely tape. It finally got through. Better late than never. 
Great to hear that you found each other after all of these years. Keep enjoying the music. Love, Fall. Shut up. Yeah. 2013. So the math on that, 63 to 2013, 70, 80, 90, 2000, 50 years. Wow. Jesus Christ. He's dedicated. I'm surprised that thing still worked. He's dedicated to some fans, dude. That's, you know what? He's making up for for what he did to us. Liar. Mm, that's right. Full. He's make he falls making it for Paul mm-hmm. because Paul never would have done yeah, that. Yeah, Paul was an asshole. Paul, Paul wouldn't have done that. that. That's why he he but got fall, a car ride. Yeah. Falls our Paul. Falls our Paul. Falls our Paul. Hashtag. Falls our Paul. <laughs> FP. I'm trying to make a better hashtag. It's not working. F O P. F O P. Falls our Paul. <laughs> That's so bad. Continue. <laughs> okay. Wow. Here's an obscure one about Arnold Palmer. Um, in the 28th season premiere. The satirical series made an Arnold Palmer joke on the day the golfer died. Ooh. Yeah. Homer Simpson tells his wife, Marge, that he plans to Arnold Palmer, his pal Penny, his pal Linny. Uh, Arnold Palmer Linny, Marge responds, are you going to Arnold Palmer Linny? He was, of course, referring to the lemonade iced tea drink mix that is Arnold Palmer. Yeah. But it's on the day he died. Yeah, that's... Uh... And they say these episodes are written like... Six months? It takes six months to do one episode? Mm, that sounds about right. There's no way That's that crazy. they would have known that. Yeah. Super crazy. Well, what about this in 1998? So, uh, Bart, I believe in this episode, worked at a carnival. He was a carny. And <laughs> Bart the carny. Uh, one of those is, <laughs> one of those games at the carnival, they're... It's a simulation game. They have, you know, the VR goggles. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Up. So, there, you know, there's some VR gaming right there. But also, they simulated that they were farming. So, they were there and they had, <laughs> you know, the shears and everything like that. And it was called Yard Work Simulator. Shut up. And the whole, the whole idea was like, oh, well, wait a second. We had Farmville a little bit later on where people are like... I want to farm, but they don't really want to farm. They just want to fucking play games and shit. <laughs> so, you know, it's a little loosely based, but hey. It's, they just it's press a, buttons a to buy, buy more crops. <laughs> Except <laughs> I like the I like the uh, yard work simulator better in the Simpsons universe because you had a VR goggles and then you just had fucking shears, like the big old gardening shears, and you're walking around. Just like, cutting nothing. Cutting nothing. <laughs> but you're doing it next to a person, so what if you just cut oh my the person God. next to you? <laughs> Awesome. That's great. Awesome. Um, okay, the Simpsons predict Guitar Hero. Have you mm-hmm. heard this one? Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, the the game Guitar Hero, which released in 2005. In 2002, the Simpsons episode, in that episode, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards give Homer a jacket that has Guitar Hero printed on the back. Mm-hmm. That's kind of obscure. Yeah. What's even more obscure is that the Rolling Stones are still popular in 2005. True. I don't... I never liked the Rolling Stones. Uh, Rolling Stones are a legend in their own right. Um, it wasn't really my vibe of music. They they like but, I think <clears throat> they they piggyback off the Beatles' success. Wasn't it "Come On Baby" like my? Father. No, that was Jim Morrison. Was that it? was the Doors, bro. Wow, I'm way off. The Doors were amazing. Wait. Oh yeah, you're right. I know I'm right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I'm in a different world. Too much Stillhouse. Tell me I'm wrong, fool. This week's episode is brought to you by Stillhouse whiskey <laughs> and Das Boot. <laughs> all right so there was an there was an episode um where on the news homer simpson is is on a news show and there's just you know they have the tickers yeah across the the bottom of the uh, screen so this is in 2013 and 
on the ticker, <laughs> it basically says that Europe puts Greece on eBay. <laughs> what? <laughs> it says Europe puts Greece on eBay because, you know, their economy tanked. And then a few years later, guess what? Greece's economy <laughs> tanked. Oh, my God. So, you know, a little bit of foresight, just a few years, but hey. Dude, this is crazy. The more you, the more you think about it, yeah. dude. Yeah. Okay, let me let me find <laughs> smartwatches. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the Simpsons had smartwatches first in 1995. The episode is set in the future. I think this is the same one where Lisa was president. Uh, it and shows boyfriend, right? It, it, no, it, it shows her husband speaking into her into his wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was in 95. The first smartwatch wasn't created until 2013. Right. And it looks like a little cell phone on his wrist, but it's basically, if you take the top part of it off the screen part, it looks like an Apple Watch. So, okay, now this one, people have always had the idea of like smart Oh, yeah, even back to Dick Tracy. The the calculator watch. Remember Dick Tracy? Yeah, Yeah. or the James Bond movies. The James Bond, right. So this one is not as far-fetched, but the design and, and... you know, the things that you could do on the smartwatch, that's where it gets right. to you a little bit. Like, oh, you right. can communicate. Like, I had my realtor call me from his watch. That's because crazy. Because his phone was, you know, like about to die. And he's like, hey, I'm calling you from my watch. I uh, just wanted to check in, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <clears throat> I can't hear you. What'd you say? <laughs> could you not hear him? No, I could. Oh, I could hear him just fine. Stupid Apple did, did it? Did it, did, it come, did it come in clear? Yeah. Yeah. It just sounded like you were on speakerphone. I've been debating getting an Apple Watch, but I don't want to do it just for the purpose that everybody has one. I just, I, okay, I want a smartwatch for fitness tracking more than anything, um, just because I want to see where I'm at. But I don't like the idea of like looking at my texts. I don't or either. Like that. Plus, I ride a motorcycle, so I'm always going to be fucking looking at it. <laughs> I'm a, oh, yeah, here's this. Oh, there's a car. Huh? Oh, boom. Then you'll call me for orthopedic surgery. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, your turn. Your turn. My turn. Okay, so uh, one thing that, that people hate, but that The Simpsons predicted all the way back in 1994, was autocorrect. Really? So in an episode, um, one of the characters uses an Apple Newton, which is a personal digital assistant. Right. And they write down, beat up Martin, and <laughs> the, uh, this is Dolph doing this. It says, beat up Martin, and it autocorrects it to eat up Martha. so you know people people hate it even back then before it was even really a thing so yeah you know and i guess (laughs) uh, supposedly the rumor is that employees at apple would actually say eat up martha to each other as a joke moving on when autocorrect came into play you know dude i've never heard that okay um this one's crazy crazy freaky this is about 10 years from when it happened to when the episode was aired in 93, an episode titled Springfield, um, stop worrying. Um, the magician Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. The, the, one of the guys got attacked by their trustworthy tiger mm-hmm. in 2003. Roy was attacked by one of his white tigers during a live performance. Mm-hmm. He sustained injuries, but he lived crazy. And that ended their, their career. Uh, yeah. They stopped. It. They stopped in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, they're done. They were done. Whew. That was crazy. That's that's nuts, man. And that's 10 years, man. Yeah. I'm going to one-up you. This one's even crazier. So, <laughs> there's an episode called The Wizard of Evergreen Terrace. 
and Homer decides he wants to be an inventor. So in 1998, this episode shows Homer on a blackboard writing a formula. Now, if you look at the formula, and I'll show it to you in a second, it's really, really similar to the mass of a particle that wasn't discovered for another 14 years because that equation predicts the mass of the Higgs boson. Shut up. Look at this. Look at this formula that they wrote in, in The Simpsons. How do you get a formula that close to an actual formula oh my goodness. that predicts the Higgs <laughs> boson particle? And it says, uh, so Simon Singh, um, okay, so it says, that equation predicts the mass of the Higgs boson, said Simon Singh. If you work it out, you get the mass of a Higgs boson that's only a bit larger than the nanomass of a Higgs boson actually is. It's kind of amazing as Homer makes this prediction 14 years before the Higgs boson particle was discovered. Dude. Dude, I could never, <laughs> ever in my life write a math equation that could be close okay, to anything just other for like, than like A plus B Just for you guys C. listening, it's like three lines. You know what? You know what? We'll, we'll post this on, post it. on the IG when this episode drops, this is going up. We're going to be more active on that joint. That's crazy, man. Okay. Um, in 2010, Milhouse predicted that Bengt R. Holstrom would win the Nobel Peace <laughs> Prize in e economics. Sure enough, in 2016, um, Nordstrom, Holstrom and Oliver Hart were announced as joint winners of the prize. Dude, that's in 2010. Mm-hmm. Six years later. Six years later. And this was like a it was like a <clears throat> betting pool. Wasn't it was it? like a throwaway. Yeah, they were like betting on who was gonna right. win. Right. It. it was yeah. a throwaway little gag, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. This is crazy. Like, this is more accurate than the Trump thing. Because the Trump thing, uh, cause this is crazy stuff, man. All right. Let, let's get crazier. Let's get crazier. So did you watch the Simpsons movie? Uh mm -hmm. parts of it. Okay, well, in the Simpsons movie, uh, Lisa and Marge are are. Okay, well, before I get to this part, now, in the movie, I believe that they're coming back to Springfield on the bus and they're talking, and the the dialogue is kind of just like, um, "Don't you know that they're listening?" And one of them says, "Come on, the NSA doesn't listen to everything." And then it cuts to the NSA, and there's this huge room of everybody on a computer, like listening in on private conversations and wiretapping everyone in the fucking universe, and they're listening to to the conversation of citizens, and then uh, they end up setting like an alarm in the building, and they blow the NSA's cover or whatever. But like the 2007 movie came out and they were talking about the NSA and then six years later Snowden comes and blows the whistle and Boom. says hey guess what the NSA listens to fucking everything they're probably listening to this podcast right now wait for the windows to crash in dun, dun, dun. okay we're good I love Trump <laughs> <laughs> just in case just in case you're listening believe me that was the right, <laughs> choice. Was the right choice this was the smartest move that you could have made America believe. got it right <laughs> lock her up 
Okay. Um, wow. I think I only have one left. Um, do you have a couple left? Oh, yeah. I got some left. Okay. Uh, the only one I have is the the faulty voting machine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I remember that episode. And in 2012, it, during, during the 2012 elections, a voting machine proved faulty when votes cast for Barack Obama went to Mitt Romney instead. Mm-hmm. In 2008, Homer went to the voting booth to cast a vote for Obama. But instead, his vote went to McCain. <laughs> because the voting booth was messed up. It was he messed pressed up. Obama, and it just lit up McCain. He's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my goodness. Good. That's that crazy, dude. So this one, uh, this one is kind of, uh, you know, it's not as much of a time frame in between. But this, you know, kind of hits right now because the world is, is all about soccer right now. So in 2014... Uh, Homer's asked to referee by the World Football Federation. <laughs> um, <laughs> he ends up getting arrested in the in the in the episode, and then Germany wins the tournament. In 2015, two FIFA presidents were accused of widespread corruption and banned from any football-related activities for eight years. And there were also 14 FIFA officials who were indicted for corruption. And then in addition to all of that, Germany won the World Cup. <laughs> no way. <laughs> one year later. One year Dude. later. <laughs> you like the football, you know? Dude. Nuts, right? All right, so since you're, you're out, let's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with a few more then. So um, <clears throat> there, was a, uh, there was an episode where uh, – Basically, what happened was that Homer fleed to, and the rest of the family like ran away to a country where they had to farm for a living. So they became farmers, and their crops like they weren't they weren't selling. So Homer uses plutonium to make his crops just grow like bigger and faster and whatever. Um, but somehow he, I don't remember what happened, but he messed up and he created a crossbreed between tomatoes and tobacco. So he started selling tomacos, sort of like <laughs> tomatoes on the outside, but tobacco on the inside. And this was in 1999. So in 2013 in Japan, they found mutated vegetables in the area. Some of the crops were tomatoes that had things growing separate from the tomato in and on them. And then... Others like were abnormally large. Like I think there was like this huge head of lettuce that was like the size of a boulder. Like there's just all kinds of like craziness. And then there's also an operation analyst named Rob Bauer who was inspired by the episode to graft together a tobacco root and a tomato stem, and he made the real tobacco. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was tobacco inside. I guess. I guess. Shut up. And the thing about these 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 like crazy ass Simpsons predictions is that like <laughs> it's it, it even gets down to like ridiculous stuff. So there's an episode in 1995 where you know the the whole idea of the Simpsons is they always say that the surrounding cities or, or surrounding states don't anywhere coincide in right. any way. Right. So there's a there's another town that the Simpsons kids always compete with called Shelbyville. Shelbyville. So in 1995, there was an episode called The Lemon of Troy, where the kids from Shelbyville stole a lemon tree that was like a historic lemon tree from, you know, from Springfield. 
Now, in 2011, a married couple walks outside and their lemon tree was stolen in the middle of the night. Somebody just came and stole their lemon tree. Yeah. Right, became Dug it up? I, I don't know. It, it might have been potted. It seems more logical that it was potted right. lemon tree. But they posted flyers and it actually made news headlines. <laughs> they posted flyers? Saying like, where the fuck is our lemon tree? Who stole our lemon tree in the middle of the night? <laughs> like, instead of dog, <laughs> for cat or a dog, it's a lemon yeah. tree. Have you seen my lemons? <laughs> I don't know. Instead Have of I? going to like Petco, do they go to like Stater Brothers and put it on the door? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but so there's there's been a lot there. You know, they predicted robotic librarians, uh, hamburger earmuffs became a thing. They, they <laughs> did it in 98 and you can actually buy a pair on Amazon. So <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, let's see. What else was there? Baby translators. So, in Brother, Can You Spare Me Two Dimes, you I remember, remember Homer had a brother. Herb. Right? Herb. Is it Herb? Yeah. His half-brother, so right? Herb. It was Danny DeVito's voice. <laughs> yeah. Herb had the idea of making a baby translator after he saw a mother, like, you know, struggling with her baby. And then, so this is back in 92. So, he creates one in the episode, and he's able yeah. to understand what, what Maggie's saying. In 2013, the app called Cry Translator was released. This app listens to your baby's cry, and tells you what they want. Really? This is an app you can buy in the App Store. What's it called? <laughs> cry Translator. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to look and see. Download that. See if you can get it. They predicted, you know, the Rolling Stones still touring in 2010. Of course, in the poster, they called it the Steel Wheelchair Tour, even though the Rolling Stones the Steel still Wheelchair Tour. Uh they kind of showed stuff like the first generation iPod in 1996. Uh, in 98, they stole cooking grease and sold it. And what's crazy is by 2013, the crime of stealing grease from New York restaurants increased, according to the New York Post. Really? I don't know if that was because people were were uh, using it to fuel <laughs> alternative fuel vehicles or what. But Okay, so this is an actual app. It's the Cry Translator. For $5.99, you can easily figure out what your baby needs. The award-winning program re- reliably analyzes and diagnoses your baby's cry. It's, it's get pretty good star ratings. Um, what's new with this app? Added Chinese and French language. Ooh. <laughs> so, so, do the babies... <laughs> <laughs> Just picturing a baby going, Sacre bleu. <laughs> How do you cry in Chinese? That's racist. Don't say that. (laughs) I'm just. What what would you? (laughs) I can say that because I'm Asian. Uh, That's not right for you to say, but I can say it. (laughs) That's crazy. You can tell we're hungry, sleep, discomfort, stress, or bored. (laughs) So, um, there was a. There's another prediction that they kind of made. So the cartoon talked about the Simpsons have always talked about kind of like uh, groundbreaking type things. And they talked about pollution in an episode and they, in 1990 um, they showed Bart catching a three eyed fish in the local river. Right. Polluted. I remember that. So in 2011, a fisherman in Argentina reeled in, a real mutated three-eyed fish. No. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> reeled in a three-eyed fish, dude. And so people, oh my were, goodness, people dude. were stressing out about it. Look at this. Here it is, dude. The three-eyed fish. I caramba. Oh my goodness, it is. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Three-eyed fish. There it is. It's got an eye on top of its head. Yeah, man. Simpsons are, are, on, so, are on it. So let's let's talk about the theory that if he is a time traveler. Well, I got one more. Hold on, okay. one more, real quick. Okay. In 1990, uh, a copy of Michelangelo's David is brought to Springfield. Right. Some of the citizens protest. I remember that. And they want it to be covered up. So I'm pretty sure they put jeans on it. <laughs> right. So in And then two- March. <laughs> right. In 2016, they... Uh, brought a copy of the statue to St. Petersburg, Russia. And in 2016, campaigners asked that the statue be clothed and covered because they didn't want to see his dick. Really? Yeah. Now, you know, I've heard about that statue that the way it's, the way it's made till when you're looking up at it, like, cause everybody says he's small genitalia. Yeah. But if you look at it from head on, it looks completely different. Like it just take takes under a whole different because his face looks a little sad and when you're looking up at it. <laughs> how how long how long did that statue take for Michelangelo to to chisel and carve? I don't know, man. You would think that it would take quite a long time, right? I would think so. So how much of that time was dedicated to the dick? Well, Probably not a lot. I'm thinking. Michelangelo, what are you doing over there? <laughs> Perfection. I am working. I am working. <laughs> Michelangelo. Why does he sound like Antonio Banderas? I don't know. It sounded sexy that way. He's I carving am, a dick. Let it I sound working. sexy, okay? My name is Zoro. I am working on the most beautiful statue you've ever seen. <laughs> I am puss in boots. <laughs> now all I'm thinking about is the Nasonex B. Nasonex. Nasonex. You do, you do a good Antonio Banderas. Oh, man. Where has that been when we've been doing impersonations? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it has been inside of me all of this time. <laughs> or maybe it's been inside of you. That, we will never know. You know, you, it sounds like you're, um, you're Antonio Sabato Jr., <laughs> <laughs> all right so so time traveler time travel do you think uh what if what if it exists would he just randomly pick a bunch of stuff okay so here's here's another reason why the time travel claim is kind of like a, a big ideal because now you look at the simpsons and you see all these predicted futures and then you turn around and watch his other show futurama yeah. Futurama is a huge show. And there's so much like ri- so many ridiculous future tech ideas in there. If he's a time traveler, then do we have a world of Bender and Fry in in our future cuz hey, or you could freeze yourself instead of dying. True. Talking heads or accidentally freeze yourself and then right. become, you know, to in the future. If if time travel existed, yes, and you were a time traveler, and you from this point went back twenty years, let's say to nineteen ninety eight, mm-hmm. what information would you bring with you to tell the nineteen ninety eight people that would just blow their minds or be like, really, that's ridiculous? 
I don't know because I I believe in the whole um, butterfly effect. Well, let's let's thing. say forget the butterfly effect. Let's just say you you just had carte blanche to go back and just bring information with you. I would create Google. <laughs> you couldn't create. I'd pull a hot tub time machine. You couldn't create anything, but but you could spread you you could spread some news. Um, in 1998, like what would just blow people's minds? Because, I mean, even if Trump, like Trump being president, like Trump kind of already ran for president a couple times. So that would be like, yeah, he'll run. Well, let's look at the facts. Hold on a second. Like, let's look at 1998 in a nutshell first. Right. So it started on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're going way back. Yeah. That's some deep tracks right there, dude. Uh, yeah. It's... um you know, uh, the 998th year of the second millennium and the 98th year of the 20th century and the ninth year of the 1990s decade. You know what? Everybody was tripping about Y2K. True. Uh, so would you say that was a complete, it'd be a complete bust? You could come in and be like, Y2K, not a big deal. But all these dot coms are going to crash. Yeah. You come in and be like, yo, the internet, it's going to crash, but stick it out. You're going to make a lot of money. Believe me. <laughs> a lot of money. Believe me, smart move. Stay with the internet. Uh, I tell them to invest in tasers. 9-11. Mm, 9-11, um, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in, in January, uh, let's see. The Lunar Prospector was launched into orbit around the moon. Uh, Ramzi Youssef is sentenced to life in prison for planning the first World Trade Center bombing in 93. Uh, yeah, see, that, that would be big news back then. Mm-hmm. The Drudge Report breaks the story about U.S. President Bill Clinton's alleged affair with Monica Lewinsky, which would lead to the House of Rep Representatives' impeachment of him. <laughs> I would be like, hey, uh, you know, Bill Clinton, not so bad. Not so bad. There's going to be a Me Too movement coming up. Get ready right. for it. <laughs> also, not, not the most popular Clinton out of the two. Yeah. Also, Watch his wife. Also, his <laughs> wife is worse. <laughs> Nobody get mad at me. It's comedy people. <laughs> Lock her up. <laughs> <laughs> it's comedy people. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Funny. Okay, in February, uh, the 1998 Winter Olympics are held in Nagano, Japan. Mm, yeah. Uh, a massacre in Yugoslavia starts the Kosovo War. Oh, yeah. Ooh, in March, Titanic becomes the first film to gross $1 billion. <laughs> right. I would tell them that, hey... Uh, Celine Dion, still going to be super famous for only that song. Right. Even like, you know, 30 years later. And uh, superhero movies are going to be a thing. Yeah. 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 Save your Marvel bucks. Save your Marvel bucks. And those those next three Star Wars films about to come out, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. It'll make it yeah. up. It'll make itself up. We're going to get three Star Wars movies. You're going to be real bummed for a while. Then you get three more Star Wars movies. And you still might be a little bummed. Right. But, <laughs> but not know, as bad. But not as bad. And then the, the first three might look best when you look back at them again. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? In April. Um, hmm. There's a lot of uh, war stuff going on in April. <laughs> wow. That sucks. We'll, we'll skip April. How old were you in 98? 98. Uh, were you 10? 11. I was 11. In May... I was 20. 96. Yeah, I was 20. Hmm. 
In May, the Galaxy 4 communication satellite fails, leaving 80 to 90% of the world's pagers without service. Pagers. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. Hey, pagers, not a big thing anymore. Pagers, not a big deal anymore. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're going to be able to fucking you're, text message people. You're going to be good. You'll have FaceTime. <laughs> you fucking page somebody. One, four, three. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you did love, love upside you. down. <laughs> uh, let's One, see. four, three. <laughs> Um, I had a code. <laughs> I had a code with my girlfriend back in '98, dude. <laughs> it was like, I said, put one four three, but then put eight 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 behind it, so I know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. So you had your girlfriend. Wait. So pretty much, you admitted to your girlfriend that other girls are sending you one four three, but there wasn't other girls. That's the thing. <laughs> And I would pull my pager out to look cool in front of my friends. Oh, wait. I got a page. I had a pager. Guys, can you pull over to that payphone right there? <laughs> I had a pager that didn't work. <laughs> it wasn't connected to anything. But I wore it for style points. I oh, wanted people man. to think I had a pager, but I didn't really have a pager. And the bigger the pager, the better. The better it was. Yeah. yeah. If you had the pager with the scrolling text, mm -hmm. that was cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, man, there's a lot of bummer stuff happening in 98. Um, yeah, there's a lot of bummer stuff happening in 98. Wow. A Russian proton rocket was launched in November from the Cosmodrome. Yeah. Hey, Russia? Probably, sh probably should worry about them again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. A declassified report by Swiss International Olympic Committee official Mark Holdler reveals that bribes had been used to bring the 2002 Winter Olympics to Salt Lake City during the breeding process in 1995. Wow. Crazy. Did it go to... It went to Salt Lake City, it didn't did it? It did go to Salt Lake wow. City. Wow. Yeah. Uh, December 19th, U.S. House of Representatives forwards articles of impeachment against President Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. A lot of bummer stuff. You could bring tidings of, of of joy. You could be like the angel that came to Mary. <laughs> I bring you glad tidings <laughs> of great joy. So, okay, so if you could, okay, if you could time travel, no consequences or anything, what what would you tell them? Can I? Can I profit off of it or no? Well, you just shut me down for okay. creating so Google, I so obviously so not. I'm just so you're just going to be that dude standing on the corner like, ninjas stole my wife and kids. Yes, so I'll, I'll be that, that yeah. weird guy, like John 316. Yeah. Um, wow. I would probably be more politically active and be like, Democrats, in 2016, you have to show up and vote. You're not going to like the candidate, but it's okay. Yeah. Not, we'll get through it. Well, I, you know, it's... it's, it's it, it hasn't been that bad. It, it, <laughs> I don't know how to approach this topic. Cause. Okay, like full disclosure, I I voted for Hillary. Okay. Did not like the vote. I did not you, like. So you just voted to vote. I I voted against to have Trump. because I I couldn't I couldn't sit there and watch the world burn because that's that's what I thought would happen. <laughs> Is this America 
what you thought it would be no. so far. No, he it's not as bad as you thought. He he's done a decent job. Um I think he gets a lot of flack. If he would shut the fuck if up, he would honestly, learn to be quiet off of Twitter, he would be good, man. He he wouldn't be as bad as now. I don't agree with a lot of his ideals and policies. Let right. me go ahead and say that. I don't either. But you know, he could get through this a lot more smoothly and with a lot less backlash if he would just stay off of Twitter. But that's what part of that's part of what everybody likes that's, about him. And, and I think what's interesting is is he he brings. He like lifts the veil off of things. He's like he just he calls it for what it is or how he sees it. Whereas Hillary, I think, would have been really secretive and had a bunch of other Hillary, stuff going on. Hillary was very sneaky and manipulative. Right. Though. And Trump's just like, hey, this is it. <laughs> Believe me, this is my dick. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> right. Really important conversation. Really important news. It's big. Hillary, it's huge. though, I think would have there probably would have been a much different choice without taking a stance. I can say this. Donald Trump has definitely shaken things up. Oh yeah. Things are being done in a way that they've never been done before. Right. Which, which could be bad or good, depending on how you look at it and, and what viewpoint you look at it from. Right. The biggest the biggest, biggest issue right now that I can say 100% positively and, and with absolute belief in what I'm saying is that the America that this has spawned, which has been the America this whole time, but people just now feel like they can be vocal about it because our president is vocal about literally fucking whatever he wants, right. is that all the racism, all the bigotry, all the hate is now coming to surface. All the, all the talk that has traditionally been, you know, since the, the age of the internet, the, all the talk that has pretty much been kept there, where you attack people online but wouldn't say to their faces, America feels that they have the ability to now just walk up to you and say that to your face. And me being an me being an american born minority i can honestly say that like have i had racist shit happen to me now and in the past yeah i have but the problem now is that people are people are letting there was a time period where where even if somebody hated you like from the the pits of their soul they it was like I can't say anything about that. And the ones that did, they were just so over the top. Right. Now, it's become a world where I don't want to say stupidity, but stupidity is praised and shit like that that you know, you would never even dream about saying to somebody's face is okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's fine. It's you know, my president speaks his mind, so should I. Type right. Thing. You know, and I, I'm, I very much am a proud American. I was born right here in California, so obviously, you know, my my, you know, ideas are probably more liberal than conservative. But sure. I think I tote like a very, I I like to look at both sides of the arguments. And to me, politics aside, the hate is the biggest problem in the country right now. 
the hate and the fucking maliciousness that people have that, that they're letting all out. At the end of the day, you never know what's going to happen with this, this type of hate and this type of, you know, talk and this type of free speech. But so far the negative has come to light and shown through so dramatically that it's becoming okay. And that's what's not okay. R- really, that's what's not yeah, okay. I, I think you had an interesting point, though, where you said that it's always been there it's under the surface, there. but now it's just kind of boiling to the top. Dude, I grew, you know, I grew up in the South. I was born here, but I grew up in the South. Right. And I dated, I dated girls who... You know, their their grandparents, their grandparents grew up racist, but they're from a time that that's all they knew. Right. And you could tell that it wasn't like, get the fuck out of my house, but they'd make these comments that you're like, wow, that was really racist. <laughs> what you just said right there. You know what I mean? But, but at the same time, you, you kind of like, you kind of tend to, with that generation of people, and this might just be me personally, and I'm sure I'll get tons of shit for this, but you kind of look at that generation and go, that's what they knew. Right. Fine. Because they didn't know any better. But the problem here is is not that generation. Right. It's that that generation taught their kids to hate everyone, and then they taught their kids to hate everyone. Right. And when you see a fucking, you know, little kid hating somebody for no, absolutely no reason, but because they look different or they sound different or they act different or they like different things than them. Yeah. That's what sucks. Right. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not here to tell you that you're raising your kids mm. fucked up, that you're raising your kids wrong. But I mean, come on, dude, you know, like kids, if you look at the pure innocence of kids, they don't know the difference. They if don't. you never tell a kid, don't hang out with them because you know, they're black. Don't hang out with them because they're Asian. Don't hang out with them because they're Mexican. Don't hang out with them because they're gay. Yeah. Don't hang out with them because of this. They will never, ever think that. But it's the fact that you ingrain that in your kids. And then we've got this the whole fucking, it's a combination of people that were raised that way and then also people that are entitled and also fucking millennials that feel like the world should be handed to them. And it's this this whole mess of nonsense right now that's just we're just fucked right now. And Donald Trump, like I said, while I don't believe in a lot of the things he says and a lot of his viewpoints and a lot of, you know, what he stands for, he has become the, the target for all of it. Right. Oh, they're acting this way because he enabled it because it's Trump's America. It's not on one dude. This has always been there. Right. We just have somebody that's bringing it out of people and his stance flip-flops so much, you know, even when he was running, when he had the backing of the KKK and he's like, believe me, this is, you know, yeah, I'm not okay with this. But then he still accepts campaign donations. Right. And, you know, he still has these people backing him. That's where it gets fucking weird. Like, dude, <laughs> he just, he just flipped. Now, granted, it is fucked up. It is fucked up to separate children from their, their families when you know the the families are being deported and, and going through this whole process, right? At the same time, Donald Trump didn't put that law into effect. This law has been in the books since 1997. I believe it was actually Bill Clinton that put yeah. it in there. Right. But we're living in this internet era of oh well, he's cracking down and people are being deported and 
now they're separating families. It's his fault. There's so much gray area here. There's so much, there's so much like internet speculation and there's so many people just talking and they only see what they want to see. It's fucking disgusting that these kids are taken away from their kids. It's fucking terrible that these kids are, are lying in basically prison cells, right. you know, just waiting, wondering where their mom is, where their dad is, where their family is. It's, you should never, never fucking forcibly separate children from their parents, from their family, and then just throw them in with other kids and say, right. well, they're being taken care of. That's fucking gross to me. Right. But at the same time, it's also, this is not something that, that you know, our president came in and said, do that. So there's always this, we, we just have such a skewed mentality and, and I'm probably going to fucking get attacked from all different sides on this and I'm totally fine with that. But there's such a skewed mentality that nobody wants to look at all of the information. Right. Everybody wants to look at a bit of this information. And this show took a really serious twist because this show is called Baseless Opinions where we don't know shit. But that's the problem is that people only want to see what they want to see to further their agenda. And that's what's fucking us up right now. And that's what's interesting because you're, you're either pro-Trump or you're against Trump. And those are the only two categories that, that people can be put in. But right. that's not the case. No. And, I mean, I'm learning that. Like, and like I said, when I voted for Hillary, I was against Trump. But as he's become president and as I've learned more, you know, there's, there's not just two groups. Yeah. There's not. There's I I've and this is like with everything in my life, unless I, you know, have fully experienced and and have you know fully dove into both sides of things. I've I walk I walk a very middle ground line on everything I do. I look at both sides. You know, I try as much as possible to be open minded to everything. Obviously, I'm not good at being open minded with everything. Right. But for the most part, when it comes to politics, when it comes to religion, when it comes to viewpoints, when it comes to all of this stuff, I try to be very even keeled. You know, like I have family that are so liberal that are like, get that fucking orange guy out of the office, you know, tell him right, to shut the right. fuck up. And then I have, you know, people on the other side of the, the, the family, brothers and sisters sitting here going, you're not looking at the whole picture. Trump's doing everything. And this is a Filipino family. Right. Trump's doing it. You know, he's, you know, he's just enforcing laws that have never been enforced before. He's just, you know, cracking down on this shit and this shit. You know, he's good for our taxes. He's good for our economy, you know. And, and there's just, there's so much. And people only focus on what they want to focus on. Right. And that's where it leads us to this, to fighting and to bickering and to nonsense and shit. And it's, it sucks. It sucks because, you know, we have friends, probably that listen to this show, mm -hmm. that take that stand, that take a, you know, far right, far left, or, 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 you know, that are so crazy about it that sometimes you can't even understand. And I, I think even some of those people, they don't even understand why they're getting so riled up and passionate about one side because they just don't like the facts on the other side. Right. And that's where, that's where everything gets super nuts. That's where it starts to get all crazy because there's no patience and mutual understanding for both sides. Right. That's where it's all fucked up. So I, to be honest, I don't care who you voted for. I don't care 
what kind of politics you believe in. I don't care what religion you are. Right. I don't care what God you worship, how many gods you worship. I don't care if you don't worship. I, I You could read the Satanic Bible. At the end of the day, show me who you are as a person. Show me your moral character. And let me know that, you know, if we become friends, that I can count on you and right. you can count on me, no matter what. That's right. what counts to me. You know, that's... Viewpoints are, are exactly that. Interesting. So going on our time, time travel uh, discussion. <laughs> Since we traveled way out of this. No, time. no, no. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it back here. Uh, in five years, where do you see America? <clears throat> do you think it's better that all this stuff is coming to the surface because it gives us a chance to get it out? Or is it bad that it's all coming to the surface because it just divides us further? The problem is this, is that if we were to continue as a country, I believe that if we were to continue as a country without airing out these issues and differences and feelings, then that's going to build up in a more destructive way. And things are already destructive now. But... At the same time, we need to find a way, and it sounds fucking cheesy, it sounds very we are the world-ish, but like, we need to find a way, <clears throat> instead of saying like, hey, you know, we hate each other and that's just that, like, we hate each other, but what can we do? It, it, it's almost like it's gonna take a fucking, you know, it's gonna take a, 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 a huge disaster for us to, to team up and get together and be like, oh, we've gotta work together to, to survive. You know what's crazy is when you say that, my mind goes to like what I grew up with, um, and I'm I'm not sure if you grew up with it in your religion, but people are always warned of the Antichrist, right? Yeah. This this person's gonna step on stage and heal all the wounds, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. everybody's gonna come together. And when you say that, like that, that's what it comes to my mind. Like there's this person that's gonna come after all this this craziness and it gonna gonna make everything better yeah yeah and is that the antichrist and that that's what's that's what i don't think i don't think i don't think it's gonna be one person that saves the world quote unquote. a group i i don't even know if it's gonna be a group i think it has to be it has to be a majority I want to say like collective consciousness, but that sounds so like sci-fi fucking mind control type shit. But it's, we've got to, we've got to come to terms. We've got to find common ground. We have to, right. It's the only way, dude. Like it's, it's the only way for us to, to salvage what's here. Right. You know? And I mean, that's kind of a fucking bummer to think about it that way. But things, Things, things get worse before they get better. But what's, what scares me personally is how bad are things going to get yeah. before they start to get better. And I'm by no means an activist. I'm by no means like, you know, I, <laughs> I tote the line on so many things. Like I, you know, I, <clears throat> I'm against gun violence, but I also, you know, believe in owning a firearm. You know, like there's, there's just this, there's a balance there. Right. To me, right. You know? Um, so it's like, 
a lot of people will call it indecisive or like, oh, you're just, you know, toting the line or whatever, but that's not true. You know, it's, it is what it is. It's almost like America needs like, like a group of, of like people, a, a league, if you will, of uh, people to, to come together and stand up for justice. <laughs> The Beatles always come back to this. Here come on, flat top, here come. Grooving up slowly, here come. Oh man. Okay, let's 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 go back to the lighter side. Yeah, let's uh we went we went dark side there a little bit. No, that's that, that that's good discussion though. And that, that that's what's great about the show is we can We can do that. We can just vibe, man. We can go. do that because there's not enough people listening we to can, care. We can we can vibe like Cisco, man. Um, okay. Ooh, somebody's been watching the flash. Not yet. <laughs> I gotta watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, okay. Here's here's our wrap up question. All right. Would you rather live in the wilderness, the forest, completely away from civilization, okay. by yourself? Bear grills. Bear grill style, without the cameras. Right. Or would you rather live on the streets of a city as a homeless person? I would rather live in the wilderness by myself. Why? Actually, this has always been kind of a weird, a weird like um, dream or goal of mine. Dude, you should be on naked and afraid. <laughs> no, I don't like being naked. I'm afraid <laughs> of being naked, so it's uh, it wouldn't work out for me. But I've always like I have a lot of friends that are you know that live in the city that love the city, you know. Um, and I, I did my time, you know, living in LA and and to me, there's, there's, there's something about like the serenity of being like in the mountains. I've always loved it or being somewhere where, you know, obviously we're attached to our technology and our phones and shit like that. But there's this, like, there's this, (laughs) there's this ideal of like just being a man, you know, and being out there and fucking chopping wood and building a house in the wilderness by myself Gonna like build a house <laughs> <laughs> like you know, i you know, i watch uh i watch on um youtube like those uh like prehistoric build series and shit like that where a dude will be in the wilderness and he'll it's like a time lapse thing of where he builds a fucking cabin out of just what he finds around him and he builds like a heater i've never seen that I'll, I'll show you after this this episode's done it's fucking awesome but the idea of that, just being able to, to be so self-sufficient and do everything you want with your hands and, and create everything you need to survive, hunting, you know, fishing, foraging, all this stuff like that, that's so appealing to me. That I've always liked. And, and even like my dream right now, you know, I'm in the process of buying a house. Right. If I were to be wealthy enough to be able to afford like a vacation home, I would totally build like a cabin or a house tucked away in the in the mountains or tucked away in the wilderness somewhere where it's just nature all around where like I can fucking just the whole house could be made of glass and I could walk around that shit naked and unafraid because (laughs) nobody would be around to look into my house. I would be there behind the tree. Which is. And I'd, I'd probably walk out. You know, you wake up in the morning with a boner. You walk out, grab, grab a glass of water, and I'd be like, are you going to come inside, or are you just going to sit out there, you fucking asshole? I was going to say, I hope you invite me in. Yeah. 
Come inside my glass cabin. Don't throw any stones. We should totally go in together and buy a cabin. I'm down, dude. I'm I have always so wanted down. to get a cabin. We could rent it out. I can't quit you. And we could still have it <laughs> as our own. Like Airbnb it while we're not there. Right. See, and like I've always I've always liked that idea. Like, you know, you see on like you scroll through Instagram and you follow those like dream home things and you see all these like it's really beautiful to see these huts on the middle of like a blue ocean. Right. It's like, oh, it's so pretty. It'd be cool to spend a week there. But I see, I actually, I have one saved on here. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up for you. Um, y- you see these houses that are like super dope houses that are built in the middle of nowhere. And they're just fucking so, so appealing to me. Like, look at this. Look at this house. In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of the woods. But... Nice. Everything's done up. Everything's super sick. And it makes you wonder who lives there and what do they do? Somebody with billions of dollars. You think so? Probably. But the idea of like, but then, but then, I, of course, the realist in me comes out and I watch movies like Into the Wild, and then I'm like, oh fuck, what happens if I break my leg? <laughs> like, what happens if I can't get across the the fucking river and right. get back home? You know, I love that movie by the way. It's so good. Into the Wild is that about Chris McCandless? No, no, wait, wait, was it, was it about that guy, that, that kid that went into Alaska? Yes. Did you read that book? I didn't read the book. The book is crazy. The movie's really good, too. Like, this kid was like a rich kid. Yeah, and he got rid of everything. He got rid of everything, and, and like, pretty much hitchhiked, hitchhiked from, from down, he was down south, like Georgia, I think, somewhere, and he hitchhiked, and just did odd jobs. Yeah. Made his way, his way, right, jumped a train, made his way to Alaska, and just went hiking in the wilderness with nothing. He had no clue of how to survive. Just figured it out. Figured it out. But then he died because he broke his leg and couldn't. He so, he, he, he he died a pretty bad death, didn't he? Like starvation, right? Yeah, because he couldn't hunt. Right. To take care of him because he was injured. Didn't didn't he? Um, now, okay. Obviously, I watched the movie, but how? Did he have journals or something? He like wrote the, journals, right? So they found the journals. They found the journals found in, 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 in the okay. bus, right? Okay. The, right. Um, Crazy book. Yeah, I, and I remember them showing stuff like in the movie. I should read the book, but I remember them showing stuff in the movie where like he kills, he hunts, and he kills like a moose or something like that. Right. But he doesn't realize that he needs to, you know, obviously take all the meat, clean it right then and there, gut it, store it. And then he comes back to it and everything's like rotten right? You know, right. within a few days. And he right. just freaks out because he didn't know. Like if you like the movie, you would love the book. Dude. I got to read it. So I'm much more in depth. And it's like based on his journals. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, well, I, I think I would do the same thing. Like I've always had that, that, not that fantasy, but that, you know, you want to go and do for yourself. Now you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> you were like crossing a manhood. I mean, I, but, but like it's, it's a guy thing. I think yeah. you want to. Go and like prove yourself. Yeah, uh, and I think also too, also too, um, being on the streets of a city and and being homeless. <clears throat> now I totally understand that there are some people that are down and out and out. I uh, just had a rough turn of events and they have no options. And then there there are other people who just milk it. You know, right. really, you know, make more money panhandling than they would at a nine to five. Right. But to me, I've always, there's this, there's just this level of, and this is honest, a level of pride 
that I can't ask people for money. Right. When I was younger and like when I was a kid and stuff like that, I'd be like, oh, can I have, I would ask for shit all the time. Right. And part of growing up, I realized like, dude, you were a selfish kid. Like you were, you know, there was a lot of realization that came with growing up. And I had this mentality that like, I, I, I did have like an entitled, you know, millennial mentality up until even like within the last probably like 10 years hmm. um, is when I really started figuring shit out. Right. Um, maybe even the last like eight years. And <clears throat> there's like, I felt like, I felt like shit was owed to me. Um, Why did you think that? I don't know. Cause that's weird. Cause I, I've, I mean, I, and I, I don't know if it's because of our age difference. I've never. I, well, well, okay. Shit. I didn't feel like shit was owed to me. I felt. Like entitled? Ki- I kind of felt entitled. I also kind of felt like. I felt like. Like things should have gone the way I wanted them to when they did. I didn't think that people should have just handed me shit. Right. That, it was never that mentality. I, I've always worked. I've always. But I also kind of felt like I should, I was entitled to so much more than I was getting. Huh. And it gave me like a, a really bad and selfish mentality because then I was always like, I'm just going to focus on me and what I need to do, but not in a healthy way. Right. In more of like a, I'm going to focus on me because I deserve it and because I know what's going on and nobody else does. Right. And there was a lot of growing up to be done. Right. From there. Now, I I have this like I realize what it takes to get to where I need to be and I'm nowhere near there right. there's still so much that I need to do but at the same time you know while I am focusing on myself I'm more aware of others right I'm more aware of how what I do affects other people and the things I say and and you know obviously you know every my actions do affect other people whether I know it or not and the the thing that stuck with me is I still have that level of pride where I'm like, I'm not going to beg you for money. I'm not going to ask for handouts. You know, like I would much rather, you know, work for what I need than for someone to provide me, you know, with things I ask for. Um <clears throat> And it's, it took a lot to get here. Yeah. Realistically. Um, and I think there was a lot of, there was a lot of failure along the way too. like a lot of, uh, projects and a lot of, you know, business ideas and companies where I would be like, Hey, I have this great idea. I'm going to put it into effect. And then from there it needs to grow on its own and just let me cake in. And that wasn't the case at all. Right. Um, and that was a learning process too. And so now, you know, I do have my own projects, I have my own businesses, but they require a lot of work. They require a lot of, of time and a lot of things to, to keep them rolling and to, to keep growing in what I do. And I, to me, it's just like, I, I know I'm capable of working for this. I'm not going to ask somebody to just hand me something. Right. There's a completely different mentality from, you know, the mic that was in creative void even crazy. So it, yeah, there, I, it is what it is. So being in the wilderness and wow, all that, like, that's like a, 
that's a something that I would that's like bucket list type shit. That's cool, man. <laughs> At some point in time I'm gonna retire and just live off the off the mountain. Live off the land. Yeah. The land will provide. <clears throat> the land will provide. Wow. Yeah, man. That's a good answer, dude. That was kinda in depth. You're like growing up so much from the little fat kid that came to work. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'm not growing sideways. <laughs> I'm just growing, you know, mentally. Hey, are you but, a spy? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, you're growing, you're growing so much. Hey, dude, are you, are you a spy? <laughs> no, it was more like this. All right. So they think you're a spy. <laughs> but I just got to put it out there, dude. Everybody thinks that you're a spy. They think you play golf with Jay <laughs> on the weekends. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I play golf with Jay all the time. Really? No. No. <laughs> Come a long way, man. For those that don't know, we've been friends for eight, eight years, nine years now. Yeah. So. Yeah. We used to sit literally back to back. Back to back at work. That's how we met. And uh, keeping it going, man. We're both going to live in the woods and live off the land. We should get a cabin. Let's talk about this. I, I really do want to talk about All that. Right. Next next week, we'll let you know how much money we've invested into our cabin. <laughs> We're going to start it, a GoFundMe account. Right. For a, we uh, should a man cabin. Go fu- GoFundMe. Go fuck me. <laughs> No, I said fun. <laughs> well, we'll get we'll get money for that. Yeah. Well. All right. On that note, uh, that's 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 good, man. That's that's a wrap. These are our opinions. Yeah, and they're baseless, completely baseless, but funny. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. What's our Instagram? Hit us up. Basis opinions pod. Pod is it and- pod? Yeah, okay. at Basis Opinions Pod and Basis Opinions Pod at gmail.com. At Gmail. So email us if you have any uh, anything you want to talk about or you can even discuss. email us email us if you're like, I don't like your fucking views on this or or hey, I really like your views on this. Or yeah. hey, you're a fucking idiot. Stop talking. Do all of that. Yeah, just email. Do all that. Even <laughs> comment that shit. Who cares? Yeah. If you have an iPhone, uh, subscribe. Like yeah. us. Five stars. Please do. That'd be cool. Bye. See, wait now, 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 now we're begging now. <laughs> now, see, you just said you no, weren't gonna. <laughs> all I did was ask. All, okay. All I did was ask. I said, "Hey, if you like, you know, if you like the show, give it five stars, please. That's polite." Okay, please. Good. Okay. We're coming to you as gentlemen and scholars. <laughs> Scholarly gentlemen. What we would like for you to do is to go into iTunes and hit that five stars. <laughs> that makes sure that our show stays on top of the lists, even though we're at the bottom of the lists. <laughs> and there's a shelf that we need to clear. That way, other people can hear our show and also disagree with our baseless opinions. That's a good impression. We should just end right there. Let's just wrap it up. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>